Hey. What's up? Nothing. Uh, how you doing in week 7,822 of the quarantine? I am thriving, actually. Thanks really? for asking. How are you doing? I'm losing it. The wheels are falling off. <laughs> well, I've been seeing this on your Instagram. Like you and Sarah are just really going stir crazy, I feel. Yeah. Last night, it was pretty evident that like I w I'm starting to like the screws are coming loose in my brain a little bit. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was like, let's go for a drive. And she was like, where do you want to go? I was like, I don't know. Let's go to the beach. And she was, what, sit in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Let's watch the sunset. Yeah, sounds nice. You don't want to do that? I don't think so. And we're both mm. going down. <laughs> but I got to watch Listen to Her Fart last yeah. night. And Same. that brought me joy. Did it? Good. It brought me some joy. It definitely has a, a Bachelor in Paradise feel to it. It does. But also like a douchebag feel because it's like every yes. party you've ever been to in college, you're like, oh, fucking so-and-so is bringing his goddamn guitar out. Mm -hmm. We got to listen to this guy cover some fucking Ryan Adams song. Great. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, it's like, no, dude, just, yep. let's just turn on the stereo. We don't need to hear this shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We should probably start the show and then we can talk about that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is it me? Is it you? Buckle oh, my shoe. Why don't you give it a go? Bros and hoes stuck inside. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Well, I got to say, I know a lot of people did this early in the quarantine game, organizing, throwing shit away, yeah. uh, you know, all that kind of purging things. I just started a few days ago because this is a, it's, I truly like haven't really had time until a few days ago. Mm -hmm. I have been on an organizing spree. I found a label maker in the closet. Oh, I think it's tissues. Yes. <laughs> I have a new love a label maker. One of my favorite maker. things. Wells, I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram stories, but I have been rearranging all of my furniture in this house that I've been living in since August, and it's finally starting to feel like home. I know I've talked a lot about my article sofa, you know, the tan leather one that I've had for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. I brought that sofa from my other house to this one, and I was really wondering, like, I've had this forever. Like, is, do I need this? Is there a place for this? I put it in my living room. It has changed the game. It has totally made everything in this house feel like home. It has given like a, just a boho mid-century vibe to this house that it desperately needed because it's a very traditional house. And it's just amazing to me that this article soap I've had for so long can still feel so new, so hip, and so great in my new house. The article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. They're dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs. And you're not going to break the bank, guys. Save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. And they got fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada and free on orders over $999. And the best part, all their stuff delivered in two weeks or less. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Do it. Oh my God, I've literally, I'm labeling it. I am went through, first of all, I have so many cables. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many cables I, and how many different kinds of cables are laying around this house? So I've put them all in little baggies and I've labeled them micro USB, mini USB, regular USB, audio USB, lightning cable. So like just any kind of cable you can think of. I've got it in case anybody needs one. Just holla and I'm, they're all organized. I know exactly where they are. Yeah. So my closet's organized. I got – and then I went into the closet – Throughout everything I haven't worn in the past like six months, um, have a goodwill pile, have a consignment pile, have a Poshmark pile, and labeled my entire closet. I've got like a whole box just for like my six pairs of Spanx, and I've got another box for my four pairs of fleece tights that I wear in the winter underneath my jeans. I mean, when Rai Rai gets here, this house is going to be organized as fuck. Yeah. All right. Love a label maker. Love. Love. I'm down with that. That's what I've been doing. 
we're having a picnic today with oh, that's cute. with our neighbors. That's why I was like, hey, I need to do this because I got still got to edit it afterwards. Um, so our friends, Trevor and Alex, Trevor Einhorn, he's in that show, The Magicians. They live down the street from us. And Alex is uh, a dancer. I, I think I've talked about this before, but she's a, she's a choreographer on Mass Singer right now. But she was also like a backup dancer, I think, for Britney Spears in Vegas. She's a badass. Mm-hmm. So they live down the street. So we're going to set up a picnic, but have social distancing in the front mm-hmm. yard. Um, so I have to go to the grocery store and get pasta salads and hot dogs and all those things. Gotcha. So, so that's what I've got to look forward to today. It's nice. Also, can we just can we just real quick talk about, hey, Tyler Cameron, stop being live all fucking day. All right. <laughs> Every time I open up Instagram, he's on live again. And I'm like, dude, he's about three lives away from me unfollowing him. And I don't know why it annoys me. Because it's like, dude, what are you doing that needs to be live this much? Sitting there looking. Yep. Just taking his shirt off. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I know. And there's me over here who looks like, oh, God. Do you remember the movie The Road? Yeah. The Apocalypse movie? I look like that guy. <laughs> so we're having a picnic later today. But I did, I did want to talk. To listen to her fart. I didn't know it was two hours. I know. I don't think it needed to be that long. My question is, is like, so do more people come in like next week? Like are more fucking. I think so. People coming in, like walking down the stairs. Because right now we're just at eight and eight, you know? Yeah, I know. And it can't be like that. They got to stir some drama in there, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But let's just go through the cast real quick because I pulled it up. Oh, wait, I. I want to pull him up too. Okay. You got Brandon. Um, you got Brandon. He's good looking. He's got that hair that everyone in the Bachelor he's world. Not that good looking. He, but he's up there, right? He's all right. He's all right. Okay. Then you got Bree from Pro, I like Bree from Provo, Utah. When they were doing her prepackage and she had like seventeen kids, I was like, "Some Mormon, you have seven million oh, yeah, she's kids." <laughs> Yeah, but I love her because she uh, rides horses and has or- horses on her Instagram, so I'm a fan. So white. Okay, can, can anything be more white than being Mormon from Provo, Utah, riding horses? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm down with it. No, I know you are. And then you got Chris, who, did you see the scarf he was wearing yes, at the, the road table ceremony. runner. Yeah. I watched your Instagram story. I mean, it wasn't, it's just unique. Do you remember when Lenny Kravitz had the, <laughs> the scarf that was so big around yes. him? Yeah, that's what that was. I was waiting for it yeah. to be like a religious thing and everyone to be like, that's a Ugandan fucking tribal <laughs> tablecloth. And how dare you say that? I was waiting for that, but that didn't and happen. And it didn't happen. I mean, I haven't looked at my DMs in a while, but I haven't seen that. Then you got Jamie, who is... 21 years old and she's like I've been waiting my entire life for this and you're like you've been waiting four months for this basically also her bio highlight on this website says her favorite food is margaritas for the two months you've been drinking (laughs) dude she's just posturing to get into paradise that's all this is this is all one paradise ploy which by the way I feel like this is a paradise ploy for a lot of these people I can see it. Uh, then you got Mr. Clean, the Josh guy, bald head. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also from Nashville, supposedly. No, he's not. You got Julia, who's just wheeling and dealing with men because she's hooking up with Josh and Sheridan. Yep. Matt. I felt bad for Matt because he was. Cause Me he, too. Because he didn't say, like, do you want to go on the date? He asked if you'd like, like, w- w- would you be into going on the date? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that girl, what's her name? Her name is uh, Rudy. Rudy. Oh, she's a hot mess express just flying oh, down the tracks, baby. I just need her to stick around. Uh. <laughs> I need her. I need her in she paradise. Will. So Matt takes out Mel. Mel mm-hmm. is so not in to Matt, you know? Yep. Also, hey, plain white tees. Play Hey There, Delilah, if you're going to be on I TV. I know. What's going on, guys? We don't, I don't know this song you're playing. All right. You know what song I do know? Hey there, Delilah. Da, 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 da. And I, apparently I don't know it that What's well. What's it like in New York City? Yeah. Okay. Just real quick. If Michael Todd doesn't walk his happy ass down the steps in paradise this year, there is no God. Okay. I need that weirdo to sit his happy ass down in that bar stool and just say crazy 
this is the JPJ of the season right here. Oh, for sure. Natasha, never heard you say word one, so I didn't even know you were on the show. I didn't either, actually. Oh, maybe she comes in next week and is, is like, you cheated on Samantha, yeah. admit it. <laughs> yeah, this other girl too, I don't know. Ruby? Yeah, I don't know who right? that is. I don't know who that is. Mm -hmm. Russell was the hipster with the leather jacket that didn't make it out of that week one. I saw that coming. Then you got Ryan, who seems like he's already captured America's heart. Oh, yeah. Crowd fave. Yeah. I mean, it's over for that guy. I mean, he won me over when he freaked the hell out about being in the studio with all of John Mayer's peeps and actually knew who they were. I was like, sold. I love you. It's over. I know. You got Ryan and you got Trevor going after Jamie. Did you find it funny that Ryan had to play Gravity with Jamie on the date and then Trevor was like, hey, let me play you a John Mayer song, one of my favorites. Oh, I know. And this this poor girl, uh, you can tell, isn't like a big John Mayer fan. She's like, she, uh-uh. And she's like, everyone's fucking playing John Mayer. What's going on? <laughs> she's way too young to know yeah. those songs. Yeah. Like in the studio, I was dying because they were like, <laughs> Do you guys have an idea of how you want to arrange it? You could tell she was like, I don't have any fucking clue how this song goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then you got Savannah. I'm surprised Savannah's not more of a hot commod, but. Me too. Bang and bang an intro outfit. I loved her leather pants and her sequin top. Let's oh, yeah. In. You got yeah. Sh Sheridan, who his voice, unfortunately, doesn't sync up to what he looks like. No. I wanted Chris Stapleton to fucking come out of that. Mm-hmm. Be, he looks like he looks like a long-haired Ron Perlman, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. And then you got Trevor screaming wrong reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't even know why. Is it is it because he reminds us of Jed? Well, okay. Is this the guy from like American Idol or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. The fact that it says he was a semi-pro hockey player screams red flag to me. So. Well, his Chiron or lower third says social media influencer. Oh, that's even worse. I'm sitting there being like, I just want all these people to come to paradise. I don't care about, we don't need to do any more seasons of Bachelorette, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. Anyways, I'm in on Listen to Your Heart. I mean, like, what else are we doing on, Mon like, on Mondays anyways? Yeah, do you, I know. Let me ask you this. Do you think that this show would be popular if we weren't in quarantine? I don't think it would do as well. Yeah. Who do you think is going to, just real quick, who do you think is going to end up with one another? I don't know if there's hope for any of them. Thank you. I was going to say, no one's ending up with anybody on this. I really don't think so. No. No. Not going to happen. Speaking of The Bachelor, coming up in uh, a little bit, we are going to have Hannah Ann on the show. We sure are. We're going to ask her all the questions you've been dying to know about Peter's dick size. Are you actually going to ask her that? Yeah. Or I'm going to ask him <laughs> if he's good in the sack for sure, bro. Oh, my God. I got to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Mm. Um, You want to do faith things? We probably should. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got for me? Okay. All right. I watched. I loved it so much. I watched an entire um, season of something, but it was only four episodes. That's what really saved me. Okay. But I wish it was more. Have you seen Unorthodox on Netflix? No. What's that? <sighs> Wells. The thing on Netflix says, born and raised in a New York Hasidic community, Esty struggles after a fruitless first year of marriage. She runs away to Berlin and finds new freedom. Um, so it's, it's about this really young girl, her name's Esty, and she grows up in a, like a Hasidic Jewish community. And it's a, tr I think it's a true story, but I actually dug into this a little bit. It is a true story. It's based off of, um, somebody's like actual story, but it's weird because when you watch this, so it starts out filming in, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where this community is. And then she, like it says right here, so I'm not giving anything away. She runs away to Berlin to escape all this. And when I dug a little bit online, it said that everything that happened in this show in New York was true to the girl's true story. But everything that happened in Berlin on here is different from the girl's real life story. Like she really went to Berlin, but it wasn't at all the same as what they show on this show, which I thought was very weird. And uh, all the acting is really, really great. There's a music component in it. Um, you you learn this, I think, in the first episode that women are not allowed to play music or sing in this in this uh, religion here. Mm. And so um, when she runs away to Berlin, the first place she ends up is a music school. And 
so there's a, an element of her, you know, wanting to learn music and just seeing like seeing in the outside world, in the real world where people have the freedom to do music and all types of people and girls and young kids and everything like here playing music. And she's just like fascinated by that. So I don't know. Great, great series. Stoked to learn there's going to be a season two because it ends really open ended. I was not satisfied at the end of season four or episode four. I was like, wait, that's it. So just Googled it. Season two coming. What's it called again? Unorthodox. Okay. I'm into it. I loved it. I watched it all in one night. Oh, all right. Have you seen Onward? No, it's that. Oh, man. Onward's so good. It's a Pixar thing with Tom Holland and one of the Chris is Chris Pratt. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt play brothers in like kind of like this magical world. Their father passed away. Like Tom Holland never got to really meet the father. And Chris really only kind of remembers a little bit of the father. And when Tom Holland's character turns 16, the mom gives him a gift from the father. And it's like this magical staff. It gives him directions to be able to bring back the dad for one day. The world used to be much more magical, but with the advent of technology and cell phones and stuff people have gotten lazy and no one really practices magic anymore in this magical world so they don't really know how to do magic so they kind of fuck up the spell and then they only like make half of him so it's just his bottom half so then it's like a quest that they go on and chris pratt's character is like the nerdy dungeons and dragons like larper guy who's like all about magic and the tom holland character is like really embarrassed by his big brother and they go on this quest to basically find this. They got to find this stone that will be able to make it so they can see the rest of the father. And the father basically is like weekend at Bernie's. He's like being kind of dragged around because it's like just his lower half. It is so cute and so funny and pulls your heartstrings. And I mean, like Pixar really kind of doesn't ever fuck up. So this shouldn't surprise anybody, but really good. You should watch it. That sounds good. And I love Chris Pratt. I mean, who doesn't? And he's, he's so funny. And, and like he drives like this van that's got like this winged Pegasus unicorn on the side of it. And it's just, oh, it's good. It's really good. I really like this show called Future Man. Have you mm-hmm. heard of this? Oh, sounds, I feel like I have. Who's in it? The guy who played Peter Mellark in, it's on Hulu. And it came out a while ago. It's, it's uh, what's his name? From Josh uh, Hutcherson. Yes. Josh Flutterman, a janitor by day and a gamer by night, is recruited by mysterious visitors, by mysterious visitors to travel through time to prevent the extinction of humanity. I guess Seth Rogen is one of the writers of this. Oh. And he's in it as well. It's really, really funny, really well done. But for some reason, it came out like 2017. Like, we totally missed the boat on this. I'm telling you, Future Man is so funny. Like, Aquafina is in it. Like, a bunch of, like, big, funny actors are in it. And you're like, really? How did we miss this? Yeah, how did we? It says there's three seasons. Yeah. Interesting. All right, I'm going to watch it. Is it, uh, like, uh, like sci-fi? Yeah, absolutely absolutely sci-fi. Okay, cool. It's it's similar to, like, Terminator. So, yeah. So he works at, I'll just kind of give you the thing. He works at a, like a lab as a janitor. And his, the the main doctor is, um, has herpes, like real bad herpes on his lip. And so he's nice. trying to, he's trying to find a cure for herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's playing this video game that's like unbeatable. Like no, no one's ever beaten it. And finally he beats it. And when that happens, like a time portal opens and the people that are in the game with him show up and they're like, you're a future man. You were able to beat the game. We need you to help save the world and to come find out that the doctor that's trying to create the cure for herpes ends up like destroying the world. And they have to go back in time and stop him from starting to well, effectively, they, they want to stop him from getting herpes so he doesn't start the quest of trying to stop herpes, which in turn ends the world. If that makes any sense. Wow. Terminator, but like with Seth Rogen's stoned ass writing it. Gotcha. Yeah. That sounds good. I'll give it a go. All right. I mean, I told you last week that I'm on uh, Worst Cooks with Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. Mm-hmm. 
So I've never seen the challenge. I, of course, I haven't either. I was a fan of the real world and road rules, but I'd never seen the challenge. I wanted to support Johnny because him and I are boys now. And we watched the first episode and I'm in, bro. Really? I am into this shit. Okay. Because it's like everything that I love, right? It's re- it's like good reality TV. Like it's cut well. There is some love. So I like that. Like there is some romance. Mm-hmm. But it's all conniving, scheming. <laughs> How do I backstab all you motherfuckers? Because they're playing for a million dollars. That's a lot of money. No shit, man. I'm, Dang, I'm, I'm, I didn't know. I'm sitting here being like, I'm going to all these reality TV shows and the, uh, and the prize is, <laughs> you fall in love. Oh, cool. <laughs> Oh, a million bucks, bro. Anyway. Yeah, a million bucks is way better. Yeah. Anyway, so the challenge, I'm into it, man. Cool. The cast of characters on this thing is just is just crazy. You got like this one. I feel like some Bachelor people go on it, right? Yeah. I don't think they've done, I don't think any Bachelor person is on this season, but yes. Um, okay. And they've never done well. Like Chase went on, I don't think did very well. And No, uh, yeah, I think he like literally did like after one episode got sent home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this one girl named, I think her name's Kelly or Jenny or something, who has had so much lip injections that she looks like (laughs) Janice from the Muppets, but she's like a big badass. Like, no one wants to fuck with her. That's a funny character. There's this ginger named Wes. I think his name's Wes. And he's like mortal enemies with Johnny Bananas, who's like done really well in the challenges before but this season they're teaming up together and fucking throwing a wrench into the mix i mean like it's it's good you love it i mean i dude sarah and i started watching and we were like okay we're in <laughs> <laughs> uh, can i just give you uh, a pet peeve of mine just one sure i cannot stand it when people get my name wrong like, I cannot stand it. Like, do they call you Well Adams? They call me Adam all the time. Oh, like my sister did that one time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like it, it really grinds my gears because I have a unique name. Why the fuck are you making it less unique? You know? Like, it happens all the time. And not just your sister. There's fan accounts for Sarah, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like a fan account for Sarah where it's like, they're the cutest couple. Here's a picture of Sarah and Adam on vacation. I'm like, who the fuck is Adam? <laughs> and they wrote back, you. And I wrote back, my name is Wells. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like, let me get this straight. You have a fan account for somebody and you don't know the fucking name of the spouse? Really? <laughs> so the other day I go to the grocery store and let me tell you what, everyone's staying in. Except for paparazzi. I was going to say, you saw a tabloid? I'm living in a house with a immunocompromised woman, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm out there with masks and gloves <laughs> and fucking Zoom balls. I'm in a Zoom ball. I'm like geared up, ready to roll into the grocery store, right? Like you can't uh-huh. tell it's me. <laughs> so I The go- hair gives it away. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a, a swimming cap on. <laughs> So I go in there and I do my shopping and I come out and there's, there's a paparazzi guy and he's snapping pictures of me. And I'm like, I'm like, number one, how the fuck do you know this is me? You know, or do you, maybe you think it's uh, James Franco or something, you know, like maybe you think it's someone else, you know, they always try to talk to you. I know it's annoying. And so I was like, He's like, thanks so much, man. And I was like, this isn't essential, bro. Like, this is so not essential. And he's like, yeah, you know, I got to put I got to put food on the table for my kids. Try to pull my heartstrings. All right. I can respect that. But, dude, you don't have a mask on. You don't have gloves on. You're out here in public taking pictures of us assholes. What if you were to get it and then you were to bring that back to your kids? You know, you said that to him. Yeah. Good. There are more important things than taking pictures of my dumbass. Exact words. He started laughing. He's like, yeah, man, I appreciate it, but it's my job. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I think he was surprised at like me just trying to be real with him and just be like, dude, I don't know what you're doing here. And he's like, hey, man, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Adam. We'll see you later. And I was like, motherfucker. (laughs) God. (laughs) 
Thanks so much, Adam. Oh, God, you oh, don't even I would know. have lost it. God damn it. You know, like, I felt... <laughs> I can't wait for those photos to come out. <laughs> oh, they're out. They're out. They are? I don't, yeah, they get. Are they in your tagged photos on Instagram? No, I, I saw some on Twitter. They And they also got me like with Carl outside. Carl's outside just taking shits. Taking a shit. And he's just <laughs> like best. looking around. I look so angry, you know, just because life right now. <laughs> life. Um. Do you want to call up uh, Hannah Ann? Let's give her a call. Call her. Okay. All right, guys, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. Listen, I do everything on my phone now anyways. I don't like to leave the house. This is perfect for me, all right? I can do this all online. They send me everything that I need. I don't have to go to a store and talk to a real human. You know that's terrifying for me. Don't got to do it. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And with Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts. Do ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. I think with the current climate we're in, everyone's trying to find ways that they can cut costs on everyday things. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash YFT. That's mintmobile.com slash YFT. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash YFT. Hey, yeah. Brand, let me ask you something. Since you're, What's up? Well, since you're quarantining, are you just uh, are you just letting it all go? Are you going Sasquatch on it so you're not shaving your legs anymore? You know what? I've actually gotten really bad about it. Yeah. But maybe I should pull it together because quarantine is honestly the best time for self-care. I mean, it's so important. And thankfully, I have a great razor that will cut through the four inches of leg hair that is currently growing on me. I should probably <laughs> shave today. Gross. <laughs> Meet Billy. They've recreated everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and high-performing body care directly to you. No pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, no breaking the bank. Go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit for just $9, and it includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry in between uses. And Billy is out to change more than the way you shave. They've just released three completely clean must-have products to add to your routine, lip balm, dry shampoo, and face wipes. So go to mybilly.com to meet the razor that everyone's been talking about. They're an allure, best of beauty winner, and on Nylon's beauty hit list for a freaking reason. So here's the deal to express a little love for you out there, we want to hook it up. So go to mybilly.com slash YFT. When you do that, we're talking $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. That's mybilly.com slash YFT. Spelled mybilly.com slash YFT. Don't be like Brandy. Honestly. Shave your legs. <laughs> honestly, I haven't been washing my hair either, so I'm going to try their dry shampoo next. All right. My Billy. <laughs> Single-handedly making Brandy not an ogre. <laughs> I'll I'll pull it together once my boyfriend actually gets here, okay? Okay. Maybe. Hannah Ann on YFT, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Fucking bored, dude. And that, that's nothing to say about this interview. I'm just bored in general. It's just in life, okay? He's starting to lose it. I know. I know. I'm like, I feel like I'm going corn. Like, I like to say corn crazy. Like, it's a crazy corn crazy because quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think we're all at that point right now, right about now. Like the whole point of this show originally was we just talked about like our favorite shows to binge watch and our favorite music and yeah, and like so it's we are doing the Lord's work right now, you know, like we are really trying to help people through these tough times and what to watch. But I got to tell you, man, I think I've reached the end of Netflix. <laughs> it's just over. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe switch to like Disney Plus, you know, yeah. like, may, like maybe switch it up. Disney Plus, Hulu. No, you know, what we started doing Sarah and I started watching my season of The Bachelorette. But they don't but just watch was, it. Wait. They watch it on Monday nights like it's actually on television. Yeah. And Derek's oh. watching it with us. So it's like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that That's you'd ever so be able to watch your season back? Mine? No, never. I don't think so. Well, maybe like when I'm like 40 and like I have kids and I'll show them like what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you don't do, kids. Did you have fun at least on the show? Yeah, I had fun. You know, I think, you know, on the show, you know, you have no TV, no music, you know, you're not even able to go to the grocery store because, you know, you're filming and you're in hiding. So it's kind of similar to being, you know, quarantined in a way to where you're very like restricted on like what you're able to do. Um, so I did have fun uh, for the most part, you know, made the most out of the experience. Met a lot of, you know, crazy nice people. <laughs> Met some nice people, some crazy people. <laughs> Who's the craziest person in the house? I love her, Tammy. She's crazy, but she's so funny. Like, she's just the life of the party. Like, when she walks in, it's never a dull moment. Like, whenever, like, I would kind of get bored, I would just, like, go hang out with Tammy. And she's just, like, entertains everyone. Yeah. She's really, really funny. I got to meet her at GMA. She was cool. Brand's not a fan of the Tam. <laughs> not oh, a fan. Oh, God. <laughs> not a fan. But I only get to see what they show on TV, so. I think that's, like, the downside on the show is I got to know, you know, the girls, you know, like, their TV side and also, like, their their day-to-day. -day. I hate that because there's some people that aren't, like, big fans of some of the girls I really was taken to. And it's just like, oh, if only you got to see, like, this part of them or how they were late at night or how they are um, yeah. when they're not, you know, don't have the stress of the cameras around. Yeah, that's totally fair. Saying it in that perspective, it makes me think, I, I don't know how far back you've watched Seasons of The Bachelor, but uh, one of my best friends was actually on Ben Higgins' season. Her name's Olivia Creedy, and she was the villain of that season. And when I watched that show, oh, yeah. I, I was like, oh, oh my God, this girl sucks, like whatever. And now yeah. she's one of my best friends and she is so different in real life than she, how she came off on that show. Like it's mind blowing that this is, it's the yeah. same person that was on the on that season. So I could totally see how that could be true. It's not just a show about each of us. It's a show about like, like the journey and experience of finding love. So they aren't able to like, you know, show all different sides of us because it's not just about us as individuals. But I think that's like the biggest downside that I saw just with not only myself, but some of the other girls that I really started to love. Um, you, you're not able to see like all of our good sides or bad. <laughs> Speaking of bad sides, Peter really looks great on this season of The Bachelor. <laughs> Such a man. <laughs> what could he have done better in your mind? Probably so uh, many things, Wells. <laughs> well, no shit. That's why I want to know what she thinks. <laughs> so many. Things. I think that's like a okay. I I think that's like a loaded answer. I think <laughs> instead of a loaded question, that's a loaded answer. You know, putting myself in his shoes. It you know it has to be stressful dating so many different women and so many different opinions and you know. The first of all, like we're all just starting to get to know each other, and we're knowing each other in such a different element to where. Um, he just kind of like gets to see all of our kind of like best sides, you know, because like whenever we're with him, we're excited, we're happy, but he doesn't get to see what like goes on in the mansion or like behind the scenes or even off cameras on how like, you know, we truly interact with one another. So what he could have done differently, maybe consider that more. But at the same time, I wasn't the bachelor or bachelorette. So I can't imagine how difficult it must have been. Are you bummed you're not the bachelorette? Honestly, no. I'm just happy with where, like, life is at. And, like, when I get to the point where I want to, like, truly, like, be exclusive with someone, then it will just be, like, that one person not, like, trying to juggle, like, 20-plus different guys. Plus, at the same time, like, you see with Peter, like, he came off of, you know, Hannah Brown season, and he was so loved. And then him becoming The Bachelor, you know, you're in a bigger place of judgment. And that takes, like, a lot of thick skin. 
And that's intimidating, you know, just knowing that like so many people could like judge me more and like have like harsher opinion of me, you know? I had heard that you were going to go on Paradise. I don't know. I have not made it, obviously, with quarantine and stuff, but I've not made any decisions. I'm not going to say no, but at the same time, like, I really am enjoying, like, not being on TV and in the spotlight just because it is so hard afterwards. Just, like, people only being able to see, like, one side of you and just, like, feeling like they know you and just, like, kind of being, like, harsh about you. Have you been dating since coming off Peter's season? Leading up to like going on the show, I had to be very, very single. You know, I did not want to be texting any guy because I was kind of in the casting process, which is weird because I still kind of had to be like, like I was kind of dating him before I even went on the show, you know? So Mm -hmm. I went on the show, I was dating him, got engaged. And then afterwards, you know, we broke up, but I couldn't really text guys because then they would know I wasn't engaged. So I was kind of still with him and, you know, still like unavailable. And then after, you know, the last episode of the show, I'm like finally being able to be single. And then we go into this quarantine (laughs) where you can't really see anyone. (laughs) So my dating life has just been like really wacky and boring. But I have seen like one person in particular because I can only choose one, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I just choose one quarantine person. Well. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. I will say this. Number one is you're going to miss doing a television show if you don't do the paradise like it's just it's an inevitability you're gonna like see the show run again you're like fuck i wish i was there unless you unless you're like in like a really happy relationship number two paradise is badass this is my pitch by the way paradise is badass because he wants like, to go because okay. he goes i want the show to be fun and funny listen i know what's going to get guys there and that's gonna be you so i mean if you oh, if you want a bunch of people to come there You're the Hannah G of this season. Why is everyone named Hannah on this fucking show, by the way? (laughs) Because we're all from the South. (laughs) Do you live in Los Angeles or do you live in Nashville? I just moved to Los Angeles. So right after um, the last episode of the show, I moved into my apartment. It's just been crazy trying to move, trying to get toilet paper the first couple of like oh my gosh this is nothing like my small town in Tennessee like this is crazy I can't find toilet paper in Nashville either I haven't had any for like four weeks I mean I'm like I have some at home but I haven't been able to buy any new toilet paper for a literal month and it's like sold out on Amazon I'm like having like ration like how much I'm using (laughs) I like purposefully go in number two at the barn because where I keep my horses because I don't buy that toilet paper oh (laughs) <laughs> so Hannah Ann, this is what our fucking podcast is like. We talk about shitting and uh and horses and stuff. Yeah, you can go on Nick Vial's podcast to talk about serious stuff or Caitlin's podcast to talk about wine. But if you want to talk about taking a shit, you come to YFT. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's where we spill it all. I do want to know, is Peter good in the sack or not? Oh, my God. <laughs> no comment. No comment? No I mean, cause, like, they comment. Because really, they really put some air in his tires with the four windmill bullshit. And so I was just assuming that, that my boy was just having a huge dongle and was just like a maestro in the sack. And now I'm not so sure. Why? Why? Tell me why. 
Bran, what do you think? You're friends with Kelly, and he went. They went to Pound Town in a, in a hotel, apparently. So yeah, but Kelly hasn't told me shit. Yeah. Kelly's very private. Uh-huh. I'm actually better friends with her sister, Pamela, and they're funny. Like, they're, like, media trained. Like, even when I call Pamela and, like, ask her for stuff, yes. she, like, she, like, knows exactly what to say to, like, answer my question without even answering my question. She's a lawyer. That's what yes. they do. Yeah. I know. She is a lawyer. Yeah. Pam's a lawyer. Um, All right. I'm going to save you from that conversation. Come on, and, Brand. And throw you into the fire of another one. So what are your thoughts yeah. on Barb? Because oh, Barb yeah. loved you. And so I just, yeah. from somebody from somebody who Barb doesn't hate, <laughs> like, what is, like, what are your feelings <laughs> on her? Like, I would just love to see, like, your perspective of Peter's mom. When we met in Australia, we both, like, saw each other and we just started to, like, tear up. And we really just immediately connected. You know, like, there's just some people in life you meet and you're just like, wow, I feel like I've known you, like, my whole life. And that's just kind of how, like, me and Barb were. We just, like, really hit it off. You know, when we and Peter were together, she was very supportive of us, and uh, we would talk all the time. And she was just nothing but nice to me. She modeled growing up, so we kind of had, like, a similar background in that, and we had shared a lot of things in common. So when me and Peter broke up, just this hard breaking up from her, <laughs> you know, breaking up from the family. And so she's been, like, awesome to me obviously like cheering me on after the final rose which I was surprised by I was like oh that's so sweet but don't want to get out her bad side that's for sure somebody needs to dig up her modeling photos she also was a cheerleader for I think the Chicago Cubs as well what somebody needs to dig this shit yeah. up what do you think about Peter quarantining with Kelly do you think that's a thing or are they just friends I don't know. I don't think they've really have answered that either. Yeah. But I mean, Kelly and I were good friends on the show and um, we don't have any like bad blood. I talked to Kelly actually the other day. Well, I will say this. I thought you carried yourself really well on the show, especially at the end. Yeah. I was r really happy that you ended up getting to have a voice and then using that voice in the way that you did, I thought was well done and courageous, especially on the the after show. So good mm -hmm. on you on that. I do hope that paradise does happen. If it does happen, I hope you get to come down and I would love to make you a drink and, and hang out for the summer. You know, I would definitely be going to you for advice. I mean, I'm trying to think what guys would even be on paradise. Let's talk about that. Well, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't know yet. Yeah. You got to have this season, right? You have to have clear season. So, but you know, some oldie, but goodie, yeah. but maybe not say some oldie, not goodie guys are going to be back for sure though. Like, yeah. Who, like, is Jordan Kimball single? He'll probably be back. He's, like, king of paradise. He's not. Chase McNary, he shows his face every year. Wait, so what's your type, though, generally? Gosh, my type changes, I feel like, with every guy I'm interested in. Okay, the next guy I'm looking for, the type, I want him to be very hunky. Okay. I want him to be very manly. All right. Very manly, very, very decisive, very independent. Uh, <laughs> I so want him to be, like, yes. <laughs> yes, the opposite. I want him to be like very manly and like like no messing around. Just to the point, decisive. And I want him to be hot, like super hot and hunky. Yeah. No skinny <laughs> jeans. Sorry, Wells. No. We want to get into like the kind of the point of, the, of our show, which is favorite things. So what are you watching right now? What I started Ozark, started Tiger King. My guilty pleasure is I love Housewives, Housewives of like Orange County and New York. And oh, I just I love those. I just filmed yeah. a, I just filmed a TV show, a cooking show with Sonia Morgan. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. She's from um, Housewives of New York City. Yeah, she's been on there for a while. She is bonkers. <laughs> Yeah. She gets wasted. These women don't hold back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Plus, it's so different watching reality TV now because I feel like it's, I have like a different perspective on it. You've seen behind the curtain a little bit. Seen it a little bit. What music are you into, Hannah Ann? I really like Thomas Rhett. You know, I love Drake. Drake's like a good go-to. Wait, going back to Thomas Rhett, did you know that him and his wife have been together since they were like kids? Yeah, they're from Hendersonville. I know, but like, have you seen pictures of them from a, like when they're like 12? Really? Oh. Dude, go Google that. It's that. so crazy. And she's like, he's so much yeah. shorter than she is. Like she hit puberty before he did. So she's like a head taller than him when they're like 12. So cute. Do you, have you always gone by Hannah Ann or were producers like, dude, you got to go by Hannah Ann because we've had way too many <laughs> Hannahs recently. <laughs> I'm way too many Hannahs. So when I was younger, um, 
my parents call me Hannah Ann because in my kindergarten class, there was four other Hannahs. I don't know why. I, I don't, I'm, the only thing I could blame it on is maybe it's like a Southern name. Um, but I was named after both my grandmothers. So there's like Hannah Celeste, which is one of my grandmothers, and the other is Carol Ann. So I was the firstborn grandchild, and my grandmothers were feuding over who I was going to be named after. And my mom was like, okay, stop the fighting. We're just going to call her Hannah Ann. So when I was younger, it was Hannah Ann. And then prior to going on the show, there's like Hannah Brown, Hannah G. And I was like, well, let's go by Hannah Ann because I didn't quite know if there's going to be another Hannah on this season. Also, Hannah Brown was kind of like coming back a little bit, you know, which I'm so glad because people just call her Hannah. So it was your idea so, to do that. Yes, it was. Yeah. I knew it. He's been saying that since day one. Yeah. Um, all right, Hannah Ann. Well, thank you so much for being on YFT. I hope you find oh, thank some you guys so much soon. <laughs> I hope you find some uh, more comfy sets to wear because it seems like this is what we'll be doing for a little bit longer. I know. Weeks, at least. I know. I gotta go oh, work out, cool. dude. I'm such a fat oh. piece of crap. It's ridiculous. Yikes. Yikes. I, I smoked a pork shoulder yesterday because I've got nothing to do. So now I've got way too much barbecue. <laughs> oh, I'm fat. <laughs> Okay, Hannah Ann, thank you so much, dude. You rock, and yeah, stay safe out there. All right, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have a good day. Too. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oh, Hannah Ann, so sweet, so nice. The sweetest. I feel bad for her. <laughs> I do feel bad for her. But I do like the I do like the dig that she threw in. The next guy, I want, want him to be macho. I want him to be like assertive. <laughs> I want him to be like <laughs> handsome. It was like, fuck, get it, girl. I, I feel like we haven't ever seen somebody so ready to move on mm -hmm. after a bachelor relationship, right? Like she is ready. I mean, she has, I mean, clearly she has moved on. Yeah. Sounds I, like she's been talking to some people. Like, good for her. I do feel her on like the, um, I was single, you know, months and months before the show because of this guy. And then I was, I was effectively, we were broken up, but I had to stay single for months and months because the show hadn't aired. You know, it's just like, this guy's basically cock blocked me for like a year now. Yeah. You know, aside from the fact that he made me look like a dipshit on TV, you fucked up getting some deep duck and that's not mm -hmm. right. And that's not right. Virtual deep ducking right now but yeah yeah well she can quarantine with you know i saw some i saw some uh some tabloid where like a schwarzenegger was like was like uh commenting on her pictures oh nice yeah get, get you some i'll be back for some more deep dicking <laughs> <laughs> i think patrick schwarzenegger is that is that his name yeah it's miley's ex oh it is yeah well shit man i, I feel like <laughs> It's fine. She's clearly moved on. Yeah, I feel like my, that's also not fair. Like Miley's dated everyone. Like I, I bet Mally and Sarah Whoa, dated at some point. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did, I did do one of those, you know, those inst those Instagram like things that goes on your forehead and uh, your quarantine buddy. And I got Liam Hemsworth. No. Yeah. How unfortunate. <laughs> also, it's just like yeah, I beat him in bowling one time. No big deal. You want to play some Muzaks? Yes, please. What do you got for me, kid? So my good friends are in a band called Hot Shell Ray. Uh, remember you know that? that band? Yeah. So crazy. Ryan Falaze, who's the lead singer in this band, he and I have literally known each other since first grade. Mm -hmm. um, we've gone to school together ever since I can remember. It's insane. So we've stayed friends for so long. He's just the best. But they put out an EP called Tangerine. Yep. Ryan's rocking a nice tangerine color in his hair on the album cover. Seeing it. Uh, I listened to this all the way through in the car yesterday, and I, I actually really love the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Stay might be my favorite track on there, but it might be a slow one. Tomorrow Me is also really good. We'll do some stay. You don't have to be fake for the night, not to sleep alone. Our minds work the same way. And if you like, you don't have to go home. I don't want to lead you on to say I feel a way that I don't. But if you're feeling me the way I'm needing you, then don't let me go. Won't you stay? Keep me company. Pretend you need me so bad. Honestly, I just need you to stay. And tell me it's okay. Into it. Love those guys. 
you know, slow wasn't the right word. Mid tempo mm-hmm. is what that was. I love a good mid tempo track. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure, bruh. Do you know who Rabel is? I don't think so. W R A B E L. Um, he it's funny, he's been around for a hot minute. He used to write with some of my friends that were living in LA when I was living in LA. Mm-hmm. So he's been a songwriter for a long time. Anyway, he has a song out called Hurts Like Hell. Big fan. What's his name? Does he touch? Does he love you the same? It's been two years, eight months, nothing's changed. I'm out here trying to love somebody. I tell myself I'm doing well. But every time I think about you, it still hurts. Ooh, I like that one. You know, it's nice, good, like, sad, piano-driven banger. Yeah. You know, I like those. Yeah, that's good stuff. What and you got? I don't know if this stuff is new, but it's new to me, so I guess that works, right? Mm-hmm. My first one is Jesse Daniel Smith. This mm-hmm. is from a record that came out in 2018, but this song just came, like, came up, and I was just like, what is this? This into it. When I'm all down, I need you to comfort me, baby. When I fall apart, and you know I will. Just know I'm sorry, and I'll pay the bill. But I hope you noticed. I really love you. Anyways, that's uh, Jesse Daniel Smith. I really love you. Do you know who Taylor Ashton is? No. This is a song called Straight Back, a record called The Romantic that I liked a lot. Mm. When I catch myself wishing I could turn back time And wondering if you might still be mine If I had only kept an erect smile And I've been thinking about how I hold my body Since I can't hold yours Yes, I've been thinking about how I hold my body since I can't hold yours. Oh. Anyways, that's what I got. Nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna go um to the grocery store. I gotta put on my hazmat suit and. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna continue to label every single piece of thread in my house and. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Do it. Stay strong out there, kid. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.